time for the Soft Shoulder Podcast. I am your host, Danette Relic of Radical Creative Sanctuary, inviting spaciousness for your mind and your heart. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. The Soft Shoulder is your time, your time to slow down and fuel up on self-love support so you can make the most of your gorgeous life. Join me here. Everyone needs a soft shoulder. Do you like the sound of that? (laughs) That is the sound of me ripping up your limiting beliefs. Check it out. (laughs) It's a tiny little pieces. They don't matter. They're total, total bullshit. Isn't that great? Oh, feels so good. Have you ever done this? You can just write them out on a piece of paper and everything all of the crap all of the things that are on your mind right now those thoughts that are circling those thoughts that are like running ruminating the ones that don't feel good this includes all of the questions that you're asking yourself that there aren't good answers to by good i mean helpful solution focused healing anything that's going to move you forward or provide relief or insight Those questions that circulate, why is this awful? Why are they doing that? Why is everything terrible? How come I've always failed? You know, these kinds of things. You don't need to find the answers. But sometimes it's so helpful to just move it out of your body, to actually write them on the page. And sometimes it's really helpful to look at them (laughs) and be like, wow, okay, if someone I loved was saying all of this to me, you know, how would I show this person compassion, you know? And sometimes you don't even have to do that. Just write them out, pour it out, and then you can just rip it. You can rip it slowly. You can watch it get smaller and smaller, and then you can just keep on going. It's very cathartic. It's also something to keep your hands busy. Um, instead of scrolling, if your hands are busy ripping paper, they can't scroll. And so you just get this lovely sound. You get to make soft little confetti with paper. Sometimes I do this with colored paper if I have it, um, or like a couple of different colors. And I just see how small I can possibly get these little pieces. starting with the big ones, moving them smaller, breaking them down. Then I have a pile of little chunks of paper. And I'm like, can I have these? Can I rip these in half? Can I rip these into thirds? Can I keep going? At some point, the paper can just get softer and softer. And at that point, it's so small that you can't make out any of those words anymore. And you can mix them all together. And 
You can even put them in a bowl or a jar if you like the way it looks, if it reminds you that it's just like, I'm just going <laughs> to write down all of the crappy thoughts that my brain produces and I'm going to make confetti with it and then I'm going to put it in a jar. And think of it as when I've done this and I put it in a jar, it's been like a nest for other things, um, for other stones, for other intentions, but I make sure that I can't read them anymore. And I imagine that this is my way of including my humanity, my brain, and all of its brainy gifts. Brains are meant to ask ourselves these silly questions. They worry. They look out for us, right? They're trying to protect us, but um, it's not always helpful or productive. When we rip the paper up and we put it in a jar like that, it reminds me of compost, right? I'm like, I have taken this. I have helped get the digestion going. I've helped started to decompose it. Um, I've run it through the oil in my hands. <laughs> Not like oily hands, but just, you know, the natural oils. <laughs> Don't oil up your hand. You can if you want. That's not what I'm recommending. So it's like the more you handle paper in these tiny little pieces, squishing it, playing with it, it can feel very nice. Um, and then it just becomes something else, becomes mulch for better things. You clear this out of the way. And then when the thoughts come back, you don't have to be worried about them or try to stop them because it's just more fertilizer. It's just something else you're going to write on a piece of paper and rip up again. And it's fine. And it's also a way of acknowledging these gifts from our brains. It's not something that's wrong. It's actually something that just makes us human. So I just jumped in to this episode <laughs> in an unusual way. If you are a new listener, um, that was a bit of a left turn. <laughs> Welcome to the Soft Shoulder Podcast. This is important, right? To switch things up a little bit, to catch ourselves off guard. As humans, we need novelty, right? A little variety, a little shaking up. It wakes up our senses. It makes us pay attention. And I don't know about you, but there has been a lot of rhythm, a lot of uh, scaling back, a lot of staying home, uh, a lot of options and whimsy and novelty um, that's off my plate or or off the menu anyway for the time being. Um, obviously from lockdowns, staying home and limitations around that. And also my brain injury was the beginning of that for me of like, oh, I, there's a lot of lot less things I can do. And it's actually supportive to do things that are the same, that are bringing comfort and calm and regulating and all of that stuff. And within whatever capacity that you have, there are tiny ways to switch things up. So what I want to uh, invite you to do today, in addition to that great exercise I introduced you to at the beginning here, just dump it out. You don't have to have it in your journal. I love this ritual of just writing and ripping, but you don't even have to do the writing part. That's beautiful. Sometimes creating, you know, sitting down to make a craft, sitting down to do some art. You don't have to make something. Sometimes creating is destroying. Let me tell you more about what I mean, right? You take something that already exists and like the ripping of the paper, you change it by destroying it you change it into something else, right? And then you can start playing with what this is, deconstructing 
isn't just ruining what was, deconstructing is changing the nature of something. It is taking something apart, looking at the pieces, rearranging the pieces. So even if you are at home and you don't have any art supplies and you would love to be more creative, but you feel like there's so many hurdles. I know I have to buy something to make art with. I have to decide what I'm doing. I have to like take a class. I have to do all this stuff. If you get any junk mail at all, if you have anything in the recycling bin that you can rip <laughs> apart, you have everything that you need to do something really cathartic and unusual, right? So let's say you go into your recycling bin and you just pick something to rip, you know, you can take the colored pieces of paper, you could write it out, whatever. You're just going to rip something. There's so many different ways that you can do that. You can just rip. Can you rip them, this piece of paper in thin strips? How thin can you get them before it kind of goes wonky and a little off? I don't want you to use scissors. That's not the point. I want you to enjoy the sensation of pulling and of ripping. I want you to see how small you can get it. And then I want you to see how much you can produce. How much of the recycling can you <laughs> make into this confetti? Mix it up. Now, another thing that I like to do once I have this pile of paper confetti, um, I like to like move it around on the table and to make shapes with it. Then you are drawing with it. You don't even need a pencil. Okay. One of my favorite art teachers, Mr. Tinkle. This was from the Ontario College of Art many, many moons ago. It was my first day of this drawing class and it was my second year, I believe, at the school. And, you know, I was young, I was intimidated, <laughs> I was nervous, I, as I still would be if I <laughs> walked into a drawing class, I'm sure. Um, and, you know, it was unusual because this teacher, this man, was just sort of sitting on a box swinging his legs and he was drinking a coffee from the coffee cart that was downstairs um, in the atrium. We had a second cup coffee cart there. So he had one of these cups in his hands and he was just sitting there kind of looking like deadpan at all the new students who kind of walked in. Things weren't set up. It wasn't like, oh, here's a row of chairs. Like it was, we didn't really know what we were doing, right? And he gave one instruction to everyone who came in. He said, go find something that can contain water. And that's all he said. And it was like, okay, hello to you too. <laughs> so we kind of like walk out, right? Like, are we supposed to run back? Um, I don't know. And so as you can imagine, um, there was a little bit of confusion. I think people asked some follow-up questions and he would just repeat, go find something that can contain water. Come back here when you have it. As you can imagine, a lot of people went down to the coffee cart and got the cups, right? Like we looked at him, he's got a cup, cups contain water, that makes sense. But as we all slowly gathered into this <laughs> classroom, and of course, the new the, as new people arrived, we also got to witness the confusion that we might have shown moments earlier, right? Like now we're sitting there with our, our cup or whatever, our container, and we see someone walk in and they're like, what is happening? Like, welcome to art school. Anyway, <laughs> so how much am I paying for this education? <laughs> um, so we all show up. A lot of us have cups. And Mr. Tinkle was like, walked around us. And 
He kicked the garbage can, the metal garbage can, hard with his foot. He smacked the sink. He smacked his own cheeks like his mouth. (laughs) He showed us all of the containers that we walked past, right? The sink contains water, but no one went and stood next to it. Our mouths contain water, but nobody even thought that they already had a container on them, right? The garbage can, there was lots of things in the room that we walked past. So he was waking us up to this idea. Speaking of novelty, that class was amazing. A lot of people dropped it. (laughs) I did not, but it was like such an incredible, what we learned was not what the course calendar said, right? It was a, remember, this was a drawing class. And what we did was we had water in whatever containers we decided we had, and we moved it on the floor. We drew it, we drew images on the floor. Now, you don't have the same control over water that you might with a pencil, obviously. And so as artists, what do we do with that? How do we draw in this medium? It was mind blowing. That was the first day. The whole course took was, you know, on theme from that first day, but I'll never forget that, right? So what I'm inviting you to do is to join in this lesson as well. And when you're ripping paper, Enjoy, if, if for nothing else, to like give your hands a break from your phone, if that's something that you're trying to do, and I know it's difficult, you can do it while you're watching a movie, you can do it while you're waiting for the kettle, you can do it while you're listening to this podcast, and just ripping up lots and lots of paper. Once you have it, how can you move it around your table to draw with it? Start simple, draw a line, move this bunch of little confetti bits of paper into a line. If you can do that, you can draw anything because drawings are made up of lines, (laughs) right? Making marks. So move it around, try a circle. Can you do a happy face? Can you do a banana, right? See what else you can do by making marks with just a pile of essentially garbage, right? So that's my uh, little creative shake up for today. I want to send you so much um, compassion. I've been thinking, I'm always thinking about you and about how challenging these times can be and how important whatever it is that you're doing is important right now, even if it doesn't feel like it. And the reason why I know that and can say that is because you are important. Your life is important and you don't need to earn it. You don't need to perform anything. You don't need to produce anything. This is your life. It's happening right now. And I think that it's beautiful and worthy of your attention. If you would like another way to shake things up a little bit, maybe get out of your comfort zone, but also in a way that is pretty easy, that is pretty laid back, that is more sensual, like ripping paper, I invite you to join me for the next round of Self Love Coloring Club. We begin on February 11th. This is six weeks. You get 14 of my original coloring pages to choose from, plus a coloring tutorial video that I've prepared. Um, That's also just fun to watch and you don't even have to color while watching it. And we get together for an hour. Let me be your guide for a self-love journaling prompt to help you arrive, to help you shut off everything else for a moment and just choose color, 
Listen to the sound of that pencil crayon on paper or that smell of the crayon in your hand. You can also do all of this with just a regular pencil as you would see uh, if you saw the tutorial. You don't need fancy supplies for this thing. It's really about you showing up and seeing things in a new way. My art teacher taught me that day. You know, there was, he didn't hand out paper. We didn't have a, thing, a, a list of things to bring. And I learned more in that class than I did in a lot of other classes at that college from just how much can change by the way we change our relationship to it and how we open up our minds to what art even is, what a drawing even is, what we can do by approaching things differently and re recognizing that the way we have been taught the way we have been conditioned to think about anything is only one way to approach it. I invite you also, as always, to consider your relationship with yourself in a new way. That's what we do in the art of self-marriage. It is like Mr. Tinkle's drawing class <laughs> for your relationship with yourself. This is a completely new way of looking at your life and your relationship with you. You get to make it up. You get to be silly. You get to realize that just like your mouth can contain water, you actually have everything you need right now as you are. You are marriage material right now. If any of this sounds fun, of course, um, you can go to theartofselfmarriage.com and you can get on the wait list for the next round of The Art of Self-Marriage. It is a year-long program and it will be fun. <laughs> if you want to sign up for Coloring Club, uh, shoot me an email. You can also go to um, my Instagram, which is at radical underscore creative underscore sanctuary. And it is, um, it's the, the link in the bio will take you directly to the sales page. But you know you can reach out anytime. Danette at radicalcreativesanctuary.com. Have fun. Pour out all those thoughts you're thinking, especially, hey, if you're angry with someone <laughs> and you really want to write it out, but you're like, I just really don't want them to find it, rip it into tiny, undiscernible pieces. It will help you get to that next moment, right? It'll help you clear a little bit of energy, take a breath so that you can respond from a place that uh, is a little a little less ragey, <laughs> a little less chaotic, a little clarity and a little calm. You deserve that. You are someone worth loving. It all starts with you. Thank you so much, as always, to Allison Tarr of Tech Coven. The Soft Shoulder is brought to you by techcoven.com. Thanks to all of you who came to Tarot for Self-Love Rebels last Friday. It was a fabulous workshop. We had so much fun. It was really great to see you there. And thank you for listening. Thank you for listening, for making space for yourself, for being willing to see things differently. Thank you for tapping five stars. Thank you for writing positive reviews. Thank you for sharing this podcast with friends and strangers alike. And just thank you for being you. Take good care and we'll talk to you soon.